Guidelines in Practice, Patient Information Management, by Catherine Williams. Abstract. Patient information management can involve paper and electronic documentation. Because the patient's healthcare record, HCR, is a legal document, it must provide an accurate representation of care. The record contains protected health information and must be secure. In addition, the documentation must adhere to local, state, and federal regulations and facility policies. It also may incorporate recommendations from national professional guidelines. The AORN, Guideline for Patient Information Management, was recently updated and provides evidence-based best practices for comprehensive perioperative documentation that aligns with the nursing workflow. This article includes an overview of patient information management and discusses recommendations for health information technology, the patient HCR, perioperative record design, documentation and nursing workflow, informed consent documentation, order documentation, modifying patient HCRs, education, policies and procedures, and quality. Perioperative nurses should review the guideline in its entirety and apply the recommendations for patient information management as applicable to their individual roles. Healthcare professionals, HCPs, should use electronic health records, EHRs, and paper patient charts to review patient care and document current interventions, including perioperative care. The perioperative nurse should document an accurate, thorough, and comprehensive representation of patient care. The provision of safe patient care depends on the use of patient information management tools in nursing practice. The recently revised AORN, Guideline for Patient Information Management, provides guidance for designing and using perioperative healthcare records, HCRs. The guideline includes Information on Health Information Technology, the Patient HCR, Perioperative Record Design, Documentation and Nursing Workflow, Informed Consent Documentation, Orders Documentation, Modifying Patient HCRs, Education, Policies and Procedures, and Quality. The AORN Guideline Project Team assessed the available evidence and included regulatory requirements when the governmental regulations supported an initiative and made recommendations when the benefits of an initiative clearly would exceed the harms. In general, recommendations are supported by high to moderate quality evidence. The project team also made conditional recommendations when the benefits of the initiative likely would exceed the harms. Conditional recommendations are supported by any level of evidence under certain conditions. The evidence table for the Patient Information Management Guideline is available at https colon double slash aorn.org slash hyphen slash media slash aorn slash guidelines slash evidence hyphen rating hyphen and hyphen tables slash information hyphen management hyphen evidence hyphen table hyphen 0510 dot PDF. 
This article provides an overview of patient information management and discusses recommendations from the revised guideline. Table 1 identifies guideline recommendations for some frequently asked questions. Perioperative nurses should review the revised guideline in its entirety for additional information that may affect their practice. Health Information Technology Perioperative nurses should document patient care in an EHR. AORN describes the regulatory requirement for aligning health information technology with patient-centered care and mandates from local, state, and federal agencies. Healthcare facilities must meet federal regulations for patient information management, such as the 1. Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act, HIPAA, of 1996, which involves the enforcement of rules to protect patient privacy and the security of identifiable patient information. 2. Subsequent HIPAA Omnibus Rule, which prevents the sale of health information and further protects patients from misuse of their health information. And 3. Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services Conditions of Participation, which require data to be readily accessible and systematically organized, and patient records to be suitably collected, stored, and used. Organization Leaders should choose an EHR platform and standardized system that meets the needs of individuals documenting care and those accessing the documentation. As a regulatory requirement, AORN supports the development and implementation of a process for assessing HCR security risks, including possible threats and vulnerabilities, to the confidentiality, integrity, and availability of electronic protected health information. PHI. Additionally, each organization should use an EHR platform that includes provisions for entry and backup of data when electronic systems fail. Strategies for alternate data entry and backup may include 1. Paper documentation methods when electronic systems are not working. 2. Alternative workflows to communicate orders and track clinical resources. 3. The addition of patient care data into the EHR after electronic interruptions. And 4. Policies and procedures that address all aspects of interruptions in electronic documentation. Secure backup methods can help HCPs mitigate interruptions in patient care and associated data loss from technology failure. Patient HCR As a Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services condition of participation, perioperative nursing documentation is a part of the legal medical record and must be maintained. When describing this regulatory requirement, the AORN guideline authors noted that complete, thorough, and accurate nursing documentation includes a variety of components, such as assessments, nursing diagnoses, plans, interventions, outcomes, and evaluations of care. To help standardize perioperative documentation, AORN recommends that healthcare organizations use structured vocabularies in the EHR that are evidence-based and meet regulatory requirements. Nurses should document in the HCR all patient care data 
that are important to the patient's outcomes. Regulatory requirements stipulate the contents of documentation, such as patient identification, nursing notes, and the names, roles, and credentials of individuals involved in perioperative patient care. Organization leaders should identify information to be maintained in the patient HCR. The revised Patient Information Management Guideline includes a detailed list of perioperative-related content. AORN describes a regulatory requirement for authentication of EHR entries. Systems to accomplish authentication must include at least one of the following. An electronic or digital signature, a code key, a physical signature, or a countersignature. When a document is countersigned, the content is legally considered to be the cosigner's entry, such as when a nurse cosigns and takes responsibility for a student nurse's patient assessment. Perioperative Record Design Systems and tools associated with a perioperative HCR should meet nurses' needs and support patient-centered care. In addition, they must meet regulatory requirements and should align with a healthcare organization's mission, vision, and values. Therefore, an interdisciplinary team with perioperative nurse and nurse informaticist representatives should develop and customize the perioperative nursing record. When assessing electronic health information platforms before purchase, the interdisciplinary team should review the platform's perioperative documentation tools to ensure that they support continuity of patient care and allow nurses in all phases of perioperative care to document appropriately. The chosen perioperative patient information systems should optimize the clinical workflow and be compatible with existing devices and computer systems. Perioperative documentation must meet regulatory compliance and professional requirements, while also presenting a comprehensive record of patient care. AORN provides a conditional recommendation for using resources from regulatory agencies. For example, 2022 National Patient Safety Goals, Tissue Tracking Directives, and Clinical Guidelines. For example, Guideline for Medication Safety when developing the perioperative HCR. Documentation systems must meet the safety assurance factors for EHR resilient self-assessment guides, which require 1. Accurate patient identification 2. Prompt investigation of errors and 3. Optimal system configuration AORN recommends that documentation systems provide error alerts for example, allergy assessment, clinical decision-making, medication incompatibility. The documentation system also should provide an opportunity for HCPs to document information that facilitates equitable care. For example, ethnicity, preferred language, gender identity. Documentation that supports healthcare equity, promotes patient-centered care, and allows HCPs to share relevant information with each other. It may reduce the patient's burden, for example, the need to repeat explanations, and lead to increased patient satisfaction. Modifications to HIPAA in 2013 required organizations to prevent unauthorized access to healthcare information. 
According to this regulatory requirement, AORN indicates that perioperative leaders must limit authorized access to EHRs based on the HCP's role and area of responsibility. In addition, organization leaders must adhere to breach notification requirements for leaks of PHI. Specific information regarding the breach, such as the incident date, information released, and actions taken after the incident, must be included. Organization leaders can use federal guidance and information from the American Medical Association when determining methods to prevent data breaches. Documentation and Nursing Workflow AORN indicates that documentation must fit in the workflow of the perioperative team. This regulatory requirement involves including procedures for the following. 1. Assigning knowledgeable individuals to monitor key safety metrics and support perioperative HCPs. 2. Developing and maintaining a safe work environment. 3. Reporting barriers to documentation and identifying possible solutions. 4. Ordering and administering patient care interventions, for example, medications, diagnostic tests, and reporting any pertinent results. 5. Identifying and reporting safety hazards and locating mitigation tools, for example, overriding the clinical decision support tool's recommendations, if appropriate. 6. Promoting accurate identification for all patient care steps. And 7. Tracing order status. AORN recommends that perioperative documentation workflows support a process for recording patient care in the EHR that is simple, accurate, and complete. In addition, the chosen documentation system should eliminate redundancy and provide a natural flow for entering information and capturing data. Informed Consent Documentation Before operative or other invasive procedures, perioperative RNs should verify the patient's informed consent. The organization's policies and procedures must reflect applicable regulations and include specific information, such as the HCP responsible for obtaining informed consent, circumstances in which such consent can be waived, and processes for obtaining informed consent and documenting it in the HCR. AORN provides a conditional recommendation for electronic documentation of informed consents. AORN recommends that an organization's procedures for informed consent define the length of time that a consent is valid, describe the anesthesia consent process, and address the manner in which understandable information should be shared with patients or their legal representatives. According to regulatory requirements, documentation of the informed consent process must be included in the patient HCR for every operative or other invasive procedure. Orders Documentation Perioperative nurses may receive patient care orders via a variety of methods. For example, verbal requests, standing order sets, physician preference cards. As a regulatory requirement, AORN indicates that all patient care orders must be documented in the perioperative HCR and include the date, time, 
and prescriber's authentication. The orders must conform to the prescriber's scope of practice and align with the applicable regulations, policies, procedures, and medical personnel bylaws. In addition, they must be entered into the documentation system as close as possible to the time of verbal communication or initiation of interventions associated with the order. AORN recommends that perioperative order sets include approved abbreviations, standardized language, and accepted medication safety practices. For example, avoid trailing zeros in dosage orders. The prescriber should review the order sets regularly for accuracy and adjust the orders when needed. AORN recommends that perioperative personnel document verbal orders upon receipt and verify the orders with the prescribing practitioner using a readback process. According to regulatory requirements, the prescribing practitioner must authenticate all verbal orders. Modifying patient HCRs. The patient HCR must present an accurate and complete description of the care provided in accordance with regulatory statutes, professional standards, evidence-based practice guidelines, and facility policies and procedures. Therefore, perioperative personnel should avoid documenting patient care before performing it, that is, pre-charting, because such documentation may be inaccurate, misrepresent the patient's situation, and lead to harm. When HCPs determine that a documentation error has occurred, they must adjust the documentation to reflect the care provided. AORN provides a conditional recommendation for amending, correcting, or adding information to paper records that includes 1. Using the next available or adjacent space to enter the correct information and the rationale for the correction. 2. Drawing a single line through the incorrect entry, allowing the inaccurate information to still be read. 3. Adding, quote, error, end quote, or facility-specific terminology above or next to the incorrect entry. And 4. Signing and dating the corrected entry. AORN recommends including the following when correcting, amending, or adding to EHR documentation. 1. Automatic entering of identifying information, for example, date, time, author, for each entry. 2. Linking the original document to the revised document. 3. Including versioning that tracks documentation alterations. And 4. Automatic inclusion of a symbol or other notation to identify altered documentation. Similar to using a single strike-through to indicate deleted or retracted information in paper charting, AORN conditionally recommends retaining deleted or retracted information in the EHR to maintain the integrity of the record. Perioperative personnel should use time-saving processes, for example, cut, copy, paste, to populate patient information with caution because errors may easily occur when the same language is applied to documentation for different patients. Education Perioperative leaders and educators should provide initial and ongoing education activities 
on documenting patient care and using available health information technology according to the healthcare organization's policies and procedures. Regardless of the method of documentation, that is, paper, electronic, leaders should verify the competency of appropriate HCPs for documentation and use of the electronic documentation systems. For example, securely capturing, using, and maintaining PHI, when applicable. AORN also recommends providing education and verifying competency for 1. EHR enhancements and updates 2. Structured vocabularies 3. Standardized documentation methods and 4. Policies, procedures, and workflows associated with an inaccessible EHR. Policies and Procedures An interdisciplinary team should develop and maintain perioperative policies and procedures for patient information management. AORN conditionally recommends that such policies and procedures address 1. Compliance with data capture requirements 2. The legal consequences of non-adherence to documentation standards 3. The standards, guidelines, and requirements for documentation 4. Modification of the HCR to address errors and omissions 5. Implementing initiatives based on electronic system risk assessments 6. Data breaches For example, notifications, reducing risk and 7. Sharing PHI securely Organization policies and procedures should address charting by exception a common practice to decrease documentation burden for perioperative nurses. When using this type of documentation, the nurse may require information on the state or national statutory requirements and their organization's definition of normal findings. As a conditional recommendation, policies and procedures regarding charting by exception may additionally address 1. Abnormal and key findings 2. The assessment criteria for the patient based on the planned procedure. 3. Any applicable practice standards, guidelines, and patient care pathways. And 4. The frequency for documenting repetitive actions, for example, assessments. There are additional security concerns when the EHR connects to other devices. For example, point-of-use laboratory testing units wireless monitors, radiology equipment, for interoperability. The organization must provide policies and procedures that address system interfaces that share PHI and risk management concerns for information technology systems, for example, security breaches, information storage redundancy. The organization's leaders must designate at least one individual to oversee HCR security. Quality. Organization leaders must create and implement a quality program for HCR data management that includes auditing the collected information, including reports, reviewing document versioning, assessing data security, and examining file storage and retrieval. Personnel can use data derived from an assessment of performance measures to show organizational progress toward improving healthcare outcomes 
dedication to patient safety, and advancements in population, for example, community, national, health. AORN recommends the use of a clinical documentation improvement program in which HCPs review perioperative documentation on a regular basis. Examples of documentation aspects to review in accordance with facility policies include 1. Signatures 2. Documentation practices For example, any clinical content alterations 3. Completion of required fields. 4. Authentication of verbal orders. 5. Entry legibility. 6. Use of accepted abbreviations. 7. Timeliness of entries. And 8. Appropriate chronology of patient information. Finally, there must be an OR register that lists the appropriate information. For example, Patients identifying information and diagnoses, date of procedure, type of procedure, personnel involved. For all operative or other invasive procedures performed in the facility. Onboarding RN Scenario Martin is a recently hired perioperative nurse who just completed his new health system's onboarding activities before beginning a perioperative residency he found the onboarding information overwhelming, especially during the two days of classroom activities spent learning to use the facility's EHR, a computer program with which he was unfamiliar. During each of his classes, he took notes on all the important actions that he would need to complete when documenting. Two weeks later, during his second procedure in the OR, Martin began documenting in the EHR. He referred to his notes to begin charting, only to find they lacked critical information. He requested assistance from his preceptor, but she was under time pressures and spoke very quickly. Martin was unable to follow her explanation and continue documenting. He decided to watch her document instead so he could learn her method. Martin completes the perioperative residency and competently provides patient care during a wide variety of procedures. However, he continues to struggle with documentation, and his preceptor highlights this shortcoming on his residency evaluation. She decides to consult with Jenny, the perioperative clinical educator, and tells her that when she reviewed Martin's documentation, she frequently found blank spaces that should contain data, as well as lengthy notes in the comments section. Jenny reviews Martin's education plan and notes that he attended the EHR orientation classes early in the onboarding process. She also realizes that the standardized preceptor's weekly evaluation tool does not address documentation accuracy and completeness. Jenny meets with Martin to review the EHR education and his documentation experiences. She learns that he has used two different EHR programs in the past, and both were extremely different from the perioperative EHR platform. He describes being overwhelmed during his residency and suggests there needs to be an improved process for learning the EHR program. He acknowledges that he does not feel confident in his documentation skills and, as such, spends extra time typing long comments out of fear that he may miss a key component.
Jenny thanks Martin for his honesty and carefully considers the information that he has shared. It is evident to her that Martin is competent in his perioperative nursing practice, but needs additional time and an individualized learning plan to also become competent documenting in the EHR. She plans time for them to work on improving his skills in this area. To prepare for the education sessions, Jenny creates a charting handout specific to perioperative documentation. She includes information on the standardized language used in the EHR, as well as screenshots of required charting elements, the facility's preferred language for each narrative entry, and examples of the more complex elements to be charted. For example, ordering specimen studies. During the next two weeks, Jenny and Martin meet to review all aspects of perioperative documentation and complete remediation. Martin appreciates Jenny's extra assistance and finds the charting handout that she developed to be more helpful than anything provided during the documentation class. Jenny creates a sample patient in the EHR testing environment and assigns a procedure to that patient. Martin then must document the perioperative care. After he completes this activity, Jenny verifies that he completed all required documentation competently. Martin soon begins working in the RN circulator role without assistance and demonstrates strong performance. Jenny meets with the interdisciplinary onboarding education team to discuss updating the documentation education for future onboarding activities and shares the charting handout that she developed for Martin. Experienced RN Scenario Tamara is a perioperative nurse with 25 years of experience in the OR and has been working in an ambulatory surgery center, ASC, for the last 15 years. As a result of her extensive experience, she tends to resist practice changes. When the ASC nurse manager announced at a staff meeting that the facility would be transitioning to a new EHR, Tamara immediately became upset. She believed the policy changes associated with a new EHR would require additional time and disrupt the workflow, and she assertively voiced these concerns after the meeting. The interdisciplinary team overseeing the EHR transition had anticipated resistance to the change and created an EHR documentation guide to assist with the education process. Approximately six weeks before the planned implementation, the team assigned support personnel, for example, super users, to facilitate the transition. Tamara learns that she will be working with Liz, a nurse who used the new EHR at a different facility. When Liz meets with Tamara, she is visibly upset and continues to express her dismay about the change. She repeatedly states, quote, they change everything that already works, end quote. Liz understands why Tamara is upset and attempts to redirect her by telling her that the team wants her help and feedback during the transition to make the process easier for everyone. Tamara reluctantly agrees, but remains skeptical of the planned change. During the month before the launch, Tamara and Liz meet several times to access the new system, review the perioperative documentation platform, and discuss the required entry fields. Tamara asks questions regarding special charting needs for the ASC. For example, 
short procedures, local anesthesia. And Liz demonstrates how to address each situation that Tamara mentions. As they are wrapping up a session, Tamara asks Liz to demonstrate documentation of a malignant hyperthermia, MH, crisis response. Liz is unfamiliar with MH, so she tells Tamara that she will find out and follow up with additional information. Liz contacts the EHR technical project lead to discuss the process for MH documentation and learns that they have no knowledge of MH. They refer her to the nurse informaticist product developer who confirms MH crisis documentation is not part of the EHR system set up for the ASC. Liz shares her findings with Tamara, who says, quote, Then I guess we'll have to keep using the paper tool when an MH crisis occurs, end quote, because their facility is located in a state with a patient population genetically predisposed to MH. Liz suggests they prepare to take the issue to the next interdisciplinary project team meeting. Liz and Tamara attend the meeting, and Tamara initiates the discussion and presents the paper form that the ASC nurses use to document the response to an MH crisis. She shares that she believes it would be both challenging and cumbersome to document patient care during an MH crisis without either the paper or electronic tool. After considering Tamara's presentation and the high risk of MH at this ASC, the team decides to add the MH crisis documentation tool to the EHR with a designated tab. Liz is impressed with Tamara's foresight and drive to provide consistent high-quality patient care during the EHR transition and tells her to bring any additional concerns forward so they can be addressed. As Tamara witnesses her concerns being taken seriously and resolved, she finds herself becoming less skeptical of the process change. In fact, she begins promoting the EHR change in the ASC, and when team members speak negatively about the change, she collaborates with them to resolve issues. She is subsequently named the ASC Super User for Supporting Resolution of Issues Post-Implementation and is also recognized as the ASC's Employee of the Month. Conclusion Electronic health record systems can provide an easily accessible method for documenting perioperative patient care and meeting regulatory requirements in a patient-centered manner. Although the primary function of an EHR is to provide a legal record of patient care, a properly designed patient HCR also can offer a method of strategic data collection. The optimal EHR should allow the nurse to document care chronologically and without repetition, and also be easy to use and review. The EHR should be accessible to HCPs who require the ability to document. However, the EHR systems must be protected from security breaches. Policies and procedures must be in place that address the sharing of PHI and associated risk management concerns, for example, security breaches. Perioperative HCRs should use a structured vocabulary and standardized language that include nursing assessments, diagnoses, interventions, outcomes, and evaluations of care, as well as information pertinent to the patient and procedure performed. 
the documentation must include information on informed consent. In addition, orders must be properly documented in the patient record, and verbal orders must be authenticated. Because patient documentation is a legal record, nurses should avoid pre-charting, which can result in inappropriate descriptions of patient care and require subsequent modification. Any changes to the patient's HCR, that is, either paper or electronic, should be completed according to best practices and the facility's policy. Finally, perioperative nurses should participate in initial and ongoing education activities regarding documentation and related policies, and perioperative leaders and educators should verify the nurse's competency for documentation.